0: You're listening to The Growth Sequence, a new-age podcast for women to gain confidence, improve relationships, and find peace of mind through understanding their thoughts and emotions. Jillian Perrick is a master's graduate, life coach, and lady boss of her coaching and consulting company, Northern Resolutions. Time for some rosé and realization, ladies. Here's Jillian. Hello, friends. This episode is all about effectively managing anxiety and I say manage because for most people who deal with anxiety it never goes away. In my opinion everyone deals with anxious thoughts. Whether you get nervous about being around your mother-in-law or nervous about a presentation we all experience anxious thoughts in one way or another and when I talk to my clients I never say that we're going to get rid of their anxiety. It's all about reduction and managing your anxious thoughts. We're gonna talk a little bit about what anxiety is and then we're gonna go into how we can manage it. Which I think that when you put a name or a face to it or give something meaning, you are able to better understand it and then target it for resolution. So first we're gonna do a little exercise. It's my five steps to relaxation. First, unclench your jaw. Then remove your tongue from the roof of your mouth. Release the tension in your shoulders so they're down and away from your ears. Now take a deep breath in through your nose and release it through your mouth for a count of five. One, two, three, four, five. And now, smile. Research says that smiling helps decrease stress and makes you feel better. I actually just read that these people had chopsticks holding their smile for a period of time and they reported feeling happier than a person who was not forced to smile. So that's interesting and also kind of weird. I don't know who thinks of these things. Anyways, let's get to it. What is anxiety? It is generally a feeling of worry, uneasiness, and nervousness, typically about an upcoming event or something with an uncertain outcome. Anxiety is essentially worrying about the future. This worrying may be supported by previous experiences in which the outcome was negative, but it can also be about something the person has never experienced and is worried about the uncertainty of the outcome. Anxiety is fear and is the feeling of not being safe. I find that when I experience social anxiety, I long to be at home with my pets and my boyfriend or I want to be somewhere where my family is. Because these places feel safe and at that moment of feeling anxious, I do not feel safe or protected. And this is where the fear comes in because I am fearful about uncertain situations or experiences. Another way to understand anxiety is to understand what's happening in the brain. Cortisol is known as the stress hormone and it is released in response to fear or stress by the adrenal glands as part of the fight or flight mechanism, which was great for cavemen who are trying to run away from literal animals trying to eat them, but not so great for when I'm asked at work to do a presentation in front of my bosses. Because while the caveman and I are living in two completely different eras, our brains are functioning the same in that we are convinced that we are in danger and that we're going to die, which means more stress, more cortisol, and a guaranteed huge headache on my end once the anxious thoughts subside. Our brain is mistaking doubt for danger and therefore is preparing to fight back or to run away. And when your body is put in motion to release cortisol, there needs to be some sort of physical release to fight or flight. And that's why sometimes people find it helpful to work out when they're feeling stress. There's actually good stress as well, which is called eustress, E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S, which is anxiety to react to give us motivation to strive for more, to experience a heightened level of romantic love, etc. But we won't get too deep into that today. We'll focus on the bad stress because this is a fun podcast. An abundance of stress or living in a stress-induced state can create mental exhaustion because your brain is constantly in fight-or-flight. If the nervous system is unable to relax and cortisol is consistently flowing through your brain without the release that your body needs, it zaps your energy. This is because of adrenal fatigue, which is when the adrenal glands are producing stress hormones, such as cortisol, and when it becomes chronic the adrenal glands become fatigued, so they can't keep up when things actually need concern. This causes more anxiety, brain fog, trouble sleeping, Sleeping, you name it. The thing with anxiety is it thrives on being vague so it never really has a home. Have you ever woken up in the morning and had a pit in your stomach and couldn't figure out why? Like a feeling of dread was coming over your body? And then you just go about your day feeling uneasy but never really putting a face to the feeling and never actually knowing what is wrong. Anxiety is just generalized worry or fear about the future and that's why I'm an advocate for doing things like meditation and therapy and other things to be able to understand the root of where it's coming from so you're better apt to resolve it when the time comes. Because anxiety in itself is harmless. Our reaction and resistance to it is what causes issues. It is what we do or say when we are anxious that causes us problems if we react negatively. It is how we resist our anxiety by binge eating or oversleeping or numbing our anxious thoughts with substances that causes the issues. Anxiety itself is just an anxious feeling, and that is something I learned about dealing with my own emotions, is to just feel them as physical sensations in my body, even if they don't necessarily feel good. It is just a feeling, and it will pass. It might pass like a kidney stone, but it will pass. So this leads us into how to deal with anxiety. I talk about a variant of anxiety in my Hustle and Bloom ebook, which is a nine to five survival guide with many activities for you to do from Monday to Friday. The link is in the content part of this podcast. I mentioned while completing the mindfulness part of the ebook is to tell yourself I am safe. And this can feel very silly, but if you take a second, slow down your breathing, count to 10, or do my five steps to relaxation, and then repeat to yourself that you are safe, your brain begins to register this. Remember, our brains think that we are going to die and are preparing us for battle. Just taking the time to slow down your nervous system will reduce your stress even by just a little bit. Mindfulness decreases cortisol as well by calming your mind, such as with meditation, which is allowing your nervous system to calm down. Really feeling your anxiety and letting it pass through you will help as well while you're being mindful. Taking a minute for yourself, whether you're at work or at a friend's party or on a blind day is never a bad idea, especially if the anxious feelings won't pass. Because again, a blind day does not mean that you're going to die. Most of our problems are not life or death. But in the case of stress or anxiety, our brains are basically all or nothing. You're either dying or you're not. You're either being chased by a black bear or you're not. Be sure to remind yourself that you are, in fact, not going to die. Also, we give meaning to our thoughts, and that is what makes us anxious. If you see a black bear, it's your thought that you're going to die that makes you anxious, not the black bear itself. So when you feel anxious, you can ask yourself questions about what you're thinking. It could look something like feeling anxious before an interview and being curious, asking yourself, why am I feeling anxious right now? What am I afraid of? I talked in a previous podcast about the fact that we worry about how we feel when we know what someone thinks about us, and this can be a contributing factor to being anxious about something like an interview. So even if it's very blatant that you are nervous about the interview, distracting your thoughts by breaking them down and trying to understand them, and again, putting a face to them will reduce your anxious thinking. Another way to reduce anxiety and stress is regular physical activity, which actually decreases fear, which is the foundation of anxiety. By increasing our confidence and resilience, and this ultimately reduces cortisol levels. I have coworkers and friends that say that their therapy is physical activity and it really helps mitigate their anxious thoughts and feelings. I even found a reduction in my anxious thoughts once I started exercising regularly. Another way in which I mediate my anxious thoughts is to plan. This can be characterized as being over-organized or over-prepared, but planning what you can control will actually help minimize anxious thoughts because you feel like you are in the driver's seat. Think about something simple like worrying about the weather when you're throwing a barbecue on Saturday. Can you control the weather? No. Can you make alternative arrangements in case it rains? Of course you can. When we work with what we can control, which includes our thoughts, we give our brains a little sigh of relief because we're doing everything we can to improve a potential situation that we're worried about. Finally, something I like to do with my clients is talk about worst case scenario. So when you're feeling anxious about something, write down or think or say out loud the most confirming thought to your anxiety. Like what's the worst that could happen? I do this with myself as well. Once I say it out loud, I realize I can control my anxiety. For example, if I'm nervous about going into a social situation where I don't know anybody, I could think that the worst case scenario is embarrassing myself and them thinking I'm embarrassing myself. And then what? They'll forget about it. Maybe I'll never see them again. Maybe they'll think I'm funny and not embarrassing, etc. You have the control in regards to increasing or decreasing your anxiety. If you can make it bigger, you can make it smaller. And that's your episode on anxiety. I hope that understanding what anxiety is and how it can be managed was something you were able to benefit from. For me, having anxious thoughts is a part of life. But these tricks have allowed me to manage anxiety effectively so I can live a productive and fulfilled life no matter what my fears are, and that's what I want for you. You know what can help you with the Sunday scaries that you're bound to have this weekend? the Hustle and Bloom ebook. It's a Monday to Friday survival guide with five to ten minute activities for each day of the work week. Follow along with the podcast as I've uploaded a mini episode for each day of the week to go along with the activities for that day. You can find it at the link in this episode. I hope you have a chance to start it next week and use it whenever you need to recenter your focus and organize your mind. Have a great week everyone. Thanks for listening to The Growth Sequence with me, Jillian Perrick. In this week's podcast description, you can access my social media links as well as my website and contact information. Send me an email and reference the Growth Sequence podcast in which you can receive a free discovery call if you're interested in one-on-one coaching. Make sure to subscribe here on Apple Podcasts or my SoundCloud page and don't forget to rate and review. Thank you and keep coming back for more insightful episodes about life, love, and work.